Sports listeners, I'm your host, Erica Salda, the queen of teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday. Mona Mott, wow, she got all excited. She wanted to, if you ever want to, I know, if you ever want to do the ins and outs, it's all you. Put your hands together. we got Mona Mott Wild in the house. we got Sam Russell for Santa Barbara High School. Of course, our producer, Richard Dugan. We've got Emily Urchison. I got her name yeah. now. Yeah. Solid. And of course, we've got our Ed Langlow with Dominique Hackett. Woo! All right. uh, it's a really good morning. It's a beautiful morning. We, we're, we're getting through the weather, right? We've had a little bit of weather. Uh-huh. The weather's good, though. Hey, thanks. We need the weather. Not we too much weather. Snow. Yeah. We had snow up yeah. on the mountain. Did you? Yeah. That's that awesome. The and then we went up to towards Yosemite and got more snow. There was snow on the road in Santa Barbara. Yes. We were driving right in Santa Barbara. So Really? Yes. Wow. There was snow in Santa Barbara on oh, the road wow. as I was driving was up. Was it yes. up on uh, Cielo? Which road it was, was it? just uh it was just one oh one going on to one oh one. I'm like, what is that white stuff on the side <laughs> of the road? Oh my gosh, Somebody it's snow. It was No, we went down for Thanksgiving down to the mountains of Julian and we got full amount of snow in in Julian. That was amazing. It's magical. It it? is. It is. By the way, when we were up uh, there at Course Course Gold, which is a tiny little town up uh, on the 41, I was talking with some of the the people there, the gals that worked at the restaurant, and they said that this was the earliest snow they have ever seen up there. Uh, And it was great. And obviously, the earlier the snow, the better, because it's going to help with the the snowpack and water in the spring Mm -hmm. and so forth. In the old days, we would watch what was happening of a mammoth and if mammoth oh, got yeah. an early snow and if it kept the snowpack through July and August we knew there would be enough water mm-hmm. so yeah. it's interesting you don't realize it but that snow is really important yeah. and I remember when we were driving on 41 across the 5 heading for Yosemite the first time for Christmas uh, in 2016 uh, the fields were dry as a bone the aqueducts were dry as a bone there were signs up that were pleading for water and this and that and the other thing the trees were dying they were it was it was awful when we were driving over this time the aqueducts were full almost overflowing uh, the fields were green the trees had leaves and it was just incredible so thank you for the rain yeah well we've come a long way since what yeah. two years ago so yeah. I'm just thankful every time it rains I don't get nervous but it's just like a nice steady pace of rain yeah. would be good we don't need any you know epic downpours or anything like that so we, yeah. we, we gotta you know we build our growth yeah. of everything that we've lost. And I'm not saying that Montecito's out of the woods as far as mudslides if we were to get a downpour or that kind of thing, but now you have, of course, along the 154, that burn area of the cave fire, mm-hmm. and apparently they did have a few spots where there was some mud that did come down onto the roadway, but the plows are constantly moving up and down the pass when it rains yeah. to just to be there, just to mm-hmm. be there to mm-hmm. move that stuff out of the way, and that's it's great stuff. So so th- my our hats off to these guys and gals out there who are maintaining our roadways, mm-hmm. whether it's the 151, the 101, or the city streets, so that we can continue to get around. So slow down when you mm-hmm. see these people. Yeah. I feel like slow that down. job's just super underrated too, because the roads are always nice here. So oh yeah, everyone just like.
like overlooks it and thinks, oh, they're they're just it, always like this. And you no know one that, has to maintain them. That new tax that they implemented, the gas tax, a couple of years ago, that's the reason why the roads look the way they do because that money goes into the refurbishment of these roads. Oh yeah, so so we shouldn't care how much we pay for gas. That's okay. In one sense, uh, <laughs> well, in one sense, you're absolutely right. Yes. Round of applause to Sam. Yes. Why? Because he's showing his report card and he's looking at me like you owe me money. Excuse me, excuse me. You turn the switch off. He sprung. Towards you, towards you. There you go. He sprung this on me, his report card, and I don't know. He thinks I forget, but you know, crime. I, I, oh, I, I never not pay, right? No, I'm just kidding. So what, what I need to do is we got to calculate. You have to remind me what I said because it's kind of hard when I see 4.0. I know it's that's dollars. Okay, so congratulations on that. Hey, all right. You have no idea how much money you saved your family because with the athleticism you have behind those grades, I'm Dominique and Ted. I mean, second party because she helped me, you know, with my business and whatnot. But uh, John, with the two years at Holy Names, transferring, went to City College. Then he went down to San Diego City College because baseball has always been his thing. Uh, but he always got the grades. And when he ended up at Holy Names and played, um, had a great career up there for the two years, the whole thing. And, you know, his dad and I split it, okay? But just my part, this includes the apartment. The boy needed his laundry done because... Because it got everything taken accidentally. So don't leave your clothes in the dryer, okay? <laughs> especially if you've got nice things that have, you know, like Nike and stuff on it. You know, I don't know why it's a Target. Yeah. Um, it cost me 285 bucks. Oh, wow. That's it. A month. That was my that was my big nut. And I included a nice place like on the water and everything. I mean, he pretty much almost got a full, complete ride. That included food mm. and everything. That's so great. grades are everything. Yeah. So yeah. great I, job! Yeah. I love you. I was shocked. I'm like, oh God, more. I mean, I, I didn't bring my wallet. I have no money. You know, it's like, you know, the first thing somebody shows me they're parking, give me money. I mean, it's like, I, that's I know, not what I, was I, I know, about. I know that. But I did say, not that I didn't think you couldn't do the foro, okay? Uh-huh. I did. But not today. Okay, <laughs> we're gonna hook up. Don't worry. Let me ask you a question. All right. The courses that you have taken, when they give you a grade in that course, what is the grade that they give you? What do you a, mean? A B C D. Um, some of them do it on a number scale out of four. It kind of depends on the teacher. Oh, but okay. They'll, it's either. They'll give you a three, and that transfers over to a A or a two for a B or a one for a C minus. Okay. And then a zero is a D or an F, depending on. Well, it's just because of what is. I'm what I'm seeing. Uh, at least when I was in school, you got A's, B's, C's, D's, and E's or F's, uh, and then somehow they translated that into a 4.0 or a 2.5 or whatever it was. I'm yeah. going letters into numbers. For, for What's your, the code for that? For your GPA, <laughs> it's just pretty much an A equals a four, a B equals a three, a C equals a two, and a D. Yeah. Is a one. And a 4.0 was as high as you could go. Um, but now if I'm you're hearing not, if you're you not can taking go higher, and I'm going, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. It's from 1 to 100, not 107. So it goes higher because of the AP classes? Yeah, I mean, because of weighted grades. Yeah, wow. yeah. It's like you can't give 110%. It's impossible <laughs> mathematically. Well, talking about grades and schools, everything yes. like that, we have Mona in the house. Mona, what's going on at Westmont? Yeah. It was because we got a lot of holidays, and there's always good shared spirits, and they have one of the most. And this year, of course, it was the year that we've already made our holiday plans, so we're going to 
gonna miss we're out. Gonna miss it. We're gonna miss thing. it. It's. I don't my think I've. Not. You know, no, your mom's going, but and we're, of course we're talking about the. Well, this week is finals week, so our students are in oh uh, in finals right now, which yes. is an exciting but sober time. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> you hope sober. But you hope sober. Of, one of the big Christmas traditions at Westmont, of course, is the Christmas festival that you were talking of that you've come every year for the uh, uh, many years since we've known each other oh my god and uh, so glad your mother Dominique is going to be joining us but because of finals and the short Christmas season this year the Christmas concert is a week later mm-hmm. and will actually be uh, the 13th 14th and 15th this weekend and completely sold out I think although they added a fourth concert on Saturday afternoon I saw that That's and there so may be a few tickets a few tickets you for that. How, how can people contact uh, website or? Yeah, look on the Westmont website and and search for Christmas concert. Excellent. Mm-hmm. I'm going to yeah. ask a random question. I know that there is the singing. Um, I think it's it might be an uh, Unity Church uh, fundraiser where everyone gets together and sings Handel's Messiah. Is that happening? Does anyone have information on that? I, I've been to that in the past. I thought it was that up. First Presbyterian Church, yes, but yes. I don't remember where it is this year. Yeah, yeah. but that's a wonderful event. I think it's that's like music sort of sponsored figures. by the Unity Shop. Yeah, mm-hmm. any time that yeah. we can participate in the music of Christmas, oh, yeah. and, and it's just so yeah. heartfelt. Mm-hmm. And yeah. what Westmont puts together is oh wow, it's just magical. Yeah, very cool. I want to talk a little bit about Braille, Dominique. You know, we always leave you off to the side and I don't mean to do that but you are doing some exciting things over at Braille you're starting to publish a few books now right uh, well, what we've been doing is brailing requests of students. So recently we've had requests for prayers to be put in braille. We've had requests for um, not only uh, put in English, but also in Spanish. And then we also had a student request some Jewish prayers that we put into braille. Neat. So um, at the Braille Institute, I am helping to teach braille along with another wonderful teacher, uh, Luis. Shout out to Luis. And um, basically, I ask students what would you like to read and I'm helping to braille whatever that to read we had a request by one student for uh, when the Grinch stole Christmas oh. so we're working on brailing that as well oh very and cool I think you have an announcement and I'm just reminding you now of course that they're not, they also bring back another program too braille right correct for God they are going to work on uh, doing a restart of their youth program so we'll be getting more details of that for uh, January February it's very, very exciting very cool but shout out to the braille institute they don't just teach braille they it is about visually impaired and all the different skill sets that you need to learn when you are visually impaired. Mm-hmm. So don't, when you read Braille Institute, don't think, oh, that's not for me. I don't want to read Braille. When you see the Braille Institute, think, oh, visually impaired. They're going to help me out with resources. They're going to help mm-hmm. me cope with um, how do you how do you do really well and how do you have a wonderful life, even though sight may no longer be your access to the world. Now you're volunteering over at Braille because your your nonprofit is partnered with Braille. So why don't you just give, give two minutes about that? Uh, shout outs to the Theosophical Book Association for the Blind, which is also known as the Philosophical Books for the Blind. Um, they began in Boston back in I want to say 1910 with a gentleman who worked in the library. He also ultimately lost his sight, but Mr. Dow figured out how to create a Braille press, and in those days it was done. 
with zinc plates, and that's mm. how they did the embossing to create the Braille books. Mm. That came from Boston to Los Angeles, and the effort was just picked up by lots of different people who actually traveled all around the world teaching people to teach Braille, and they began uh, quarterly magazines, and so they published philosophical magazines every quarter. They're one of the first publications in Spanish in Braille. Um, that at one point, they were publishing in 20 different languages, so there are a lot of beautiful organizations around the world that have supported our visually impaired. Last thing, because you know it's all about Dominique, because I've ignored you for about six months. Um, <laughs> you're you're like fourth, you're like fourth generation theosophist. Yes. Okay, and when you went down, I never forget this. Four or five years ago, we're driving. I didn't know. Okay, whatever. I'm not a person with big words, but I went down the list, and I just wanted to check the boxes. And at the end of like the six or seven box, when I said yes, 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 and she goes, "Well, that's what a theosophist is," and I'm like. Am I, am I a theosophist? Because it's just, it's really, I think everybody in this room is a theosophist. Real quick, can we go down that list real fast? Because a lot of people, honestly, I know I'm not the only person who never even heard of theosophy, so... So, Sam, have you heard of Theosophy? I've not. Not a no, boy. No. See, I'm just one other person. That's it. I, 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 have, have, have you heard of Theosophy? Okay. Why would Mona? You know everything. <laughs> See, let's right. talk about it. Okay, very fast. Theo, Sophia. So Theo is God, and Sophia is wisdom. The I, the word comes. Uh, I didn't even know that. <laughs> the word comes from long ago. It's currently being used and applied. It was applied by a, a Russian woman named. Elena Petrovna Plavatsky back in the uh, late 17, let's see, late 17, 18, 1800s. <laughs> Get my dates right. And uh, what she did was she formed an organization of people who studied all world cultures and religions and all philosophies. Mm -hmm. And what Helena Petrovna Plavatsky did, um, so it was in the uh, late 1800s, she inspired people to go back and read the original text and honor the original cultures mm -hmm. and understand that um, when we from the West look at a culture and, and and look at how they're doing things, we're looking through our eyes of, of whatever religious tradition or philosophical tradition we, were, we have grown up in and um, to allow that wisdom exists for humanity all around the world mm -hmm. and that um, the, the love of the divine, however you are inspired, should, is a worthy cause to be supported all around the world. And the basic tenet of do unto others as you would have done unto you is a tenet in all of our major religions. All of them contain that. So the gentle kindness, that's what theosophy is about. It's doing acts of gentle kindness. Mm. So, thanks. You're welcome. Look at that. We all, that's when she speaks, right? Don't we all just drop our jaw? Just like, what? This is, I know. This is fantastic. It's awesome. So you get, look at Sammy stretching. Everybody just feels like, I don't know, maybe we should hit a bell. Did you bring your like little healing thing? No? No, healing I didn't. But I have another one. I found really? one. Really? Yeah, I'll bring it next time. Okay, good. Because uh, right now we need a, oh. Um. Yeah, I know. We'll <laughs> and then we can go to break. All right, so let's take a little break. We got all new commercials. Erica Salda. Be back with more after these messages. We are back, and this is the Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I'm your host, Erica Salda, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday. 
Well, yeah, the show isn't a show without giving a shout out to Carolyn Givens. Sorry, I have to. It was you no. Know, it was so perfect because we had before Dominique left this year, we had done all for Thanksgiving. We had done all this cooking. So um, and then the following day, I didn't mind cooking all day for twelve hours because I knew the next day I was going to be going at the harbor. So for me, I was going <laughs> to get served. It was awesome. So my Thanksgiving was awesome. It was so, and I actually grabbed the last. Reservation, and uh, and I had to pull the Teen Sports Radio card because I have been going there now. This going like year three, so it was like, oh my god! And of course, I say name drop Richard Dugan because Uh you know when you walked in there last year, you knew everybody. (laughs) So I just said, so anyway, I got the last one at twelve o'clock, and you would think, oh god, that's a dumb place to go for you know dumb time for Thanksgiving, but honestly, it's the best time (laughs) because I've always gone because they do Mother's Day, they do Christmas, and they do Thanksgiving at the harbor, and. I've always gone because I want to see the sunset and all this other kind of stuff. Well, after the sunsets, what do you got? I mean, close your eyes. What do you see? It's all black. Right? <laughs> so now, when I got the 12 o'clock, at first I'm like, eh, whatever. But nobody was there at 12. So you're seating and you're running to the free. You don't have to run. You could slowly go because it's not full yet. And then when, but and unlike when you go like at four thirty-five, it's packed. I mm-hmm. mean, an extra hour just waiting online. Um, so if you like waiting online, chit chat, chit chat. When you know people, that's great. But sometimes when you have that ferocious appetite from cooking the <laughs> all day the day before, <laughs> and it's nice because all the stuff was fresh and everything like that. So I was really so excited. But the fun thing was, is we were kind of running out of food to cook, and we were going to have to go to the store. And all of a sudden, I hear the truck come. I'm very familiar with the sound of that truck. Mm. It's a little minivan, and I was so happy. When you open up this box, it's like eight, every single thing that we needed was in the box. It was like so, I was so happy. So thank you again, Carolyn Givens. We love you. We love our local farmers. Um, something's good organic. Check it out. You could um, totally customize your box. They have vegetable bra box, fruit box, or juice box, I should say. And, you know, you can get out of there for like 25 bucks a month. You can't beat it. And then you're supporting the growers and the local farmers. So there you go. Sam, have you done it yet? I have not, but... <laughs> I'm going to get my you. grandma to start doing it. That's see? And then you can go over there and, like, you know, pill for her box. That, that. <laughs> what they do is they leave it right on yeah. the thing and on you can go porch. on the porch. And you can go in there and take what that you want. That would have been nice for us to have this Thanksgiving because yeah. I dropped the cranberries and we didn't. Oh! oh. oh. Well, but Sam, all you have to do is open up another can. <laughs> Uh, so what was the best part of your Thanksgiving, aside of dropping the cranberries? Probably just getting to see all my family. Yeah. I don't get to see a lot because yeah. a lot of my family is moving out of state and stuff to like Arizona and Michigan yeah. and Utah and stuff True. like that. We've got a lot of people mm-hmm. leaving. It's good. Em, what was your best part of your Thanksgiving? My best part of my Thanksgiving was hanging out with my two-year-old nephew, Isaac. Mm. We did, my family is not into the big turkey dinner Mm. kind of thing, so we pack a picnic and we met at Dinosaur Park in Pismo, overlooking Mm. the ocean. There was a little bit of rain, a little bit of wetness on things, but I had such a great time. We just played together and just that connection of this little kid. Did he find his song? That's all that matters. <laughs> you know, he's working on it. I got him a little, uh, one of those little, uh, what are they, trumpet. 
that he can't uh, he can't play it. He can't blow because I mean it's just it's too hard for him. So we, I would do a little tune. I'd be like do 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 do, and he repeated back to me do 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 do. He got so excited. He would like run over to me and be like repeating it back. So I mean you know it's just about connection. That's what music is about. It's about yeah. connection. Awesome. Yeah. Mona, what about you? I uh, got to be with my grandchildren in Arizona. Nice. Super. How old are they? Uh, 18 months, four and six. Wow. Whoa. Boys, girls? Uh, two boys and a girl. Okay. Did they? Did you do a little do 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 with them too? Or no? <laughs> no, none of that going. Music, on. music figures very prominently in our family. Yeah, I know. Yes. Well, your I Michael is. Oh my God, he's guitarist. Do you play anything else? Just guitar, right? Mostly guitar. Yeah. Yes. And was, but he's really good. Yeah. Is he, is he playing in the backyard now? Uh, a little bit. Yeah. yeah I he thought he got all your... set up back there. <laughs> Oh, it's not not quite yet. Not okay. that studio yet. Okay. Well, there you go. And what about you? I had two Thanksgivings. Oh, there you I, go. I was right next door to Emily in Shell Beach. Went up there, and uh, Terry's son cooked prime rib. Well, oh. Terry wasn't too happy about that. She wanted a turkey dinner, so lucky oh. for me, we came back to Santa Barbara and on Saturday. We had another Thanksgiving, oh. <laughs> and we had nice. turkey and stuffing and mashed potatoes and all the tradition. Yeah. That's that's awesome. I had one bite of my. I just took it right off my son's plate. You know, that's how we eat in New York. You know, we just to see something you like. If you didn't get what you wanted, but I see something I like on your thing, so I just took a bite of his turkey. But I pretty much did fish all the way. I mean, just did I. I don't know what it's just. I mean, can't go to the harbor. I can't get turkey anytime. I know. Yeah, fish all what day. What was the favorite part of your Thanksgiving? Probably having. I was with Ellen Manning, the retired principal of St. Raphael's, and she's kind of like my mom. But when she calls just to check in on me, I mean, because I figured like, oh my God, she's you know wants to spend Thanksgiving with me, not like I'm last. But you know, it was when a retired principal of 35 years, and she's like, you know, what are you doing on Thanksgiving? I says, I'm having Thanksgiving with you at the harbor. <laughs> she goes, really? I said, yeah. I said that would be awesome. And I told her she knows my kids real well, you know, being a principal. So Joe came up with his girlfriend, and uh, my youngest John flew out, and he had Thanksgiving with his dad in Texas. So yeah, so it was good it was i i'm not kidding thanksgiving i told dominique man if you want to do the whole julian thing and you know get cold and do the snow and everything i'll do all the cooking and then you know i'll go to the harbor the next day because <laughs> like, the harbor just rocks yeah. oh my god if anybody hasn't gone save your money put like 10 bucks away a month and it's like doesn't even cost that much yeah it's awesome so yeah, we we did it that one year. So, anyways, it's nice. And Christmas is coming up. I don't know. Maybe I'll be at the harbor again. I know. And you think they they're paying me to say all this? <laughs> they're not. All right. So, Wait, do you know when the parade of lights is at the harbor? I do not. Yeah, nice? I, we, we, I bought it at Santa yeah. Barbara News Press today to try and look it up, and I really? still haven't found it. But they some of the boats were decorated. We were down there for lunch today, and you can see that they're starting to decorate the boats for the Parade of Lights. Uh, I just, I'd like to know when it is. All right. Well, we'll, we'll find it at break. Yeah. Let's take a little break. All right. It's Erica Salda. We'll be back with more after these messages. And this is the Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I'm your host, Erica Salda, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday. All right, fun fact. 
Mona, are you going to tell me a fun fact about giving or what was what was it? Uh, tradition. Oh, you were talking about Christmas traditions. Yeah. And in our family, of course, uh, church, music, food, all play a huge part of it. Uh, but one of the traditions that a part of our family, the adults, we started a number of years ago is instead of gift giving, because we don't yeah, need anything exactly. anymore, we each put in $50 and and there's a pool of $500 nice. and somebody in the family we take turns gets to decide what charity it goes to. I love to. that. Genius. Oh, that's brilliant. Awesome. So it really brings us all together Genius. and we learn about yeah. what other people value. Yeah. When we had the fire and the flood, I just contacted my kids and I told Dominique, I go, you know, I'm not putting up lights. You couldn't see him anyway with all the mm-hmm. with the thing. I said, I called it each one of my kids and I said, just FYI, money's, you know, you allocate so much money. And I says, I'm donating it. And my kids didn't care. They're really good. They said, okay, mom, no problem. You know, do, do you want to pick or I pick? And she, they, they said, you could pick. Mm-hmm. Because it's the same thing. It's like, we're trying to downsize. Yeah. You know, but I love that idea. I think that is awesome. Mm-hmm. I think that's genius. Mm-hmm. That's an awesome idea. I'm going to make a plug for donating to Unity Shop. Um. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right yeah. now. I think they're, they're, o- they're right back right. open they're now, right? Yeah. 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 Good job. Good job. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And uh, our, our Les Carroll here is on the board, so thank you for that. Um, you know, I also would want to make a plug for yeah. volunteering at the Unity Shop yes. now. It's a great yeah. way to get... Um, Credit volunteer community service, service hours, yeah, for high school students, yeah. But also, it was part of our Christmas tradition too. Me and my um, my daughters and I would go every year to volunteer, and I'll never forget. Uh, my daughter must have been ten at the time, and a group of mm-hmm. homeless men came in to look for presents for their kids. And she was so proud, and they were so alert and appreciative mm-hmm. of how she helped them choose age-appropriate gifts for their hey, children. Hey, it's you go into the Unity Shop. It's like I said to Dominique when we were walking around. It's concierge service. Go to Vaughn's or go to Albertsons or Ralph's, okay? Yeah. And you can't find something. That, you know, the store is like, I don't know how many thousands of square feet. Then you got to walk up to the register. And, of course, out of four registers, I'll pick the one who just started. So she doesn't know where, you know, what I'm looking for. Ghirardelli chocolate. Where is that at? <laughs> That's what I needed, right? I could not find it. But you go to Unishop, you have your own shopper. I mean, that's how much staff they have. And it is so nice. Or volunteers. Well, it's, uh, yeah, it is volunteers. I I did that as a volunteer. And then um, most of the year it's it's geared around food. But at Christmas time they also have clothing and toys. Yes. And and, and it's beautiful. It's nice. The nice thing is everybody gets a receipt at the end of the day. So um, it's a... Dignity. Di- total, total dignity. Mm-hmm. Like you, ha- you don't know that somebody doesn't have. So if you're a youngster and you're going in there, um, there's no shame. Mm-hmm. It's just love. Mm-hmm. So when they were gotten that little hiccup a couple of months ago, you know, ha- uh, hat- hats off to Patricia Braggs. <laughs> stepped up with that matching donation. And everybody else in this town that matches that doesn't say anything, that just gets it done. Um, Santa Barbara is a bubble in, in the world. As many people, my clients that have traveled the world a number of times, it is in the top three, four places. We are so 
so blessed to be here. Mm-hmm. So, and I thank God every single day. So, one um, of the and and what they do too is provide support for people that don't get a lot of other support services. Mm-hmm. So these are this is support for the working poor, mm-hmm. people that work really hard. Thousands and thousands and thousands. This is an organization that really is deep in our community. Mm-hmm. So you know, and I could see how it was a little bit of you know when we had a national. Um, tragedy in what we've had to experience and the love that uh, Unity did and to share all their resources with other neighboring mm-hmm. nonprofits to help the communities inventor and whatnot. So yeah, so they they got a little bit low, but you can't plan for something like that. That nobody could have planned for what we experienced. I mean, so for future, you know, we could definitely put that in there, the what if budget, okay? But hey, we, we did it, and Santa Barbara is very strong. So I'm very very happy to be a part of it. Um, Ed. Yes. Yes, you've got something for us. I'm well, seeing it. Yeah, let's do I'm this. excited. Let's do this week's If Only I'd Known segment. Yay! Let's do it. All right. If Only I'd Known is a mentor's moment with the teens here in the studio, as well as those listening into the show. Now, today's segment is about memory. Mm. If only I'd known when I was young how important remembering is. Now, human beings are the most skilled and intelligent animals on the planet, but... Before you get too smug about that, have you ever watched a blue jay hiding peanuts? After you give them peanuts, they hide one in the bush, and they'll put one in the ground over here, another one over there, and two more over there. Must be German blue jays. <laughs> yeah, they are. They're, they're, they're definitely German blue jays. But they, um, they remember where they're at. And I was watching a program the other day about memory, and they did a random numbers memory test where a keypad would light up random numbers and you had to punch the numbers back in in the same sequence. This was humans against chimpanzees. (laughs) The chimpanzees performed better than the humans. (laughs) (laughs) Memory, memory is huge. So let's, let's talk about memory and work on memory. Now, uh, Learning is a daunting thing for a lot of kids. When I was in school, learning was, uh, you have to learn this. But Learning is just remembering. If you remember the words to a poem, then I guess you learned it. Or if you remember the formula for the math test that you're getting ready to take, then I guess you learned it. So I'm going to tell you a good way to improve your memory. It's called mnemonics. Mm -hmm. Spelled M-N-E-M-O-N-I-C-S. The M is silent. The E is long. Mnemonics is a poem or a saying or anything to help you recall uh, names, dates, anything that you want to remember. I before E, except after C, is a mnemonic. 30 days has September, April, June, and November. All the rest have 31. That's a mnemonic. Mm-hmm. So I don't know about you, but uh, I've always had trouble remembering people's names. If I go to a function, I'm introduced to three or four people. 15 minutes later, I want to talk to those people. I can't remember their names. So let's talk about names let's i'll give you an example let's say that dave introduces you to his brother his brother's name is mike you want to remember mike's name what rhymes with mike bike so you picture mike is riding a bike across the schoolyard now you want to remember how to pick him out in a crowd he's got a green shirt on so i want to remember mike's got a green shirt on so i can pick him out later on so mike is riding his bike 
across the schoolyard. All of a sudden, his bike turns into a green dragon, and it flies off into the air. <laughs> now, next year, if we talk about this again, I'll ask you, what was that guy's name? You'll probably, oh, yeah, Mike. He was riding a bike, and his bike, that was ridiculous. Yeah, it is ridiculous, but the more outrageous it is, the better you'll remember it. Mm -hmm. if, you, if you use something that you're familiar with for your mnemonic or something outrageous, you'll remember it. Now, my neighbor used a mnemonic for a name just the other day. I was introducing her to a fellow that lives up the street from us. His name is Gil. And she immediately said, oh, Gil from up the hill. <laughs> she didn't hold back. It was right out in front that she was using a mnemonic. And I've used that mnemonic in the past before I got to know Gil well enough. I think it was that guy up the street. Oh, yeah, up the hill, Gil. So I used to have trouble remembering the names of the streets above Mission, going up State Street. Somebody wanted to know how do you get to the Mission. Well, you take Los Oliva Street. Well, which one is that? Well, I don't know. So I memorized them. I used a little mnemonic. And it's the Padre lost his olives at the Pueblo, but Father Inipro Serra gave him back the fifth one. <laughs> so from Mission Street, it's Padre Street. Padre lost his olives. Los Olivos is the second one. At the Pueblo is the third one. But Unipro, Father Inipro Serra, is the fourth one. And the fifth one is still Fifth Street. It's Quinto in Spanish is fifth. So they used to be First Street, Second Street, Third Street. Up to fifth, and I think after the earthquake, they. I, I just would go, Siri, how do uh, I get. Well, yeah. In, in today's, yeah, you could whip out your cell phone and figure it out, but if you want to impress anybody, you just say, oh, yeah, it's uh, Los Olivas, the second street up. So work on your own version of mnemonics. If there's something you want to remember, just work on something outrageous or something you're familiar with and use it as a hook. Promise you this you'll spend your life. Better remembering names and formulas for it. Listen in next time when we'll talk about habits, both good and bad. I love that one. That was really good. Thank you. That was really good. We got to get some music to hold how to get oh, to the mission. Uh, you moment. and Emily need to work together on yeah. that. All right, we'll go talk about it. We'll take a little break. All right, it's Erica Salda, the Queen of Team. We'll be back with more after these messages. Barbara, Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica Salter, the Queen of Teen. Please turn in. Every single Tuesday. All right. Well, Dominique, I'm going to leave it up to you. She didn't even know I'm going to do this right now. That's why I love this show. Okay. So we have, if only I'd known. Then we've got, I am so happy. I mean, every, there's not a day that really goes by. Even her mom will say who, who lives with us. Dominique's little tagline, she says it every single day since I've known is, did you know? So just like, and when she says something, and if you have, she always got an earbud in and she's always listening to something and what she listens to is so out there. Okay, and yeah, and so then she'll send it to me, and then I'll listen to it later. But it's there's no category. I mean, it's so different, so <laughs> widespread, menzy. You know, it's just like what? It's so confusing to me, actually. So why don't you hit us with a couple's? Did you know? Because you're gonna like that. All right. Well, I have fun looking at Christmas. So I'm gonna give you a couple of did you knows that I did not know. No. Um, any guess on who made the first artificial Christmas tree? Artificial Christmas tree. Oh, goodness. Oh. This is beautiful. 
Um, Germany came up with the first artificial Christmas tree, and they made it out of goose feathers that they dry that they dyed green. Oh. So I thought that was amazing. When was that? That would um, pretty cool. I don't have a date on that. Um, my guess is early 1900s. Um, and then, uh, goodness gracious. Uh, another did you know uh, it's always interesting because we celebrate Christmas as a as a national holiday and, and we're incorporating more and more holidays from other traditions as well but Christmas was made a, an official holiday by the state of Alabama hmm. they were the first ones to recognize Christmas as an official holiday and uh, Oklahoma was the last state to make it official and that was in 1907 so we've been we've been doing this for a long time. So you're saying Christmas is a an American United States holiday? Um, Christmas is. Uh, it didn't I come say, from Europe, in other words. I know. It wasn't brought over. It, it was brought over, but uh, turning it into a national holiday oh, okay. um, that that has dates of when that actually occurred. And different presidents have treated the celebration of Christmas differently. Like President Theodore Roosevelt, he was a bit of a Scrooge when it came to Christmas trees um, because of his conservation, because he was really big into the, right. the mm-hmm. national parks and so forth. He banned the Christmas tree from the White House. Um, but some people say his kids snuck the Christmas tree into their rooms against his, <laughs> their wishes. <laughs> no, what else? This is awesome. Ooh, yeah. But no, no, I like it was actually not to cut you off, but I just did. Uh, but what I want you to do is you said something to me this morning that I thought was fantastic. And what you're doing right now, you're doing scrolls and all the energy and everything. And I wanted you to talk about that a little bit and what you're doing with the new. <laughs> different moons that are coming in and you got to not hurt an animal. I just thought all this kind of stuff is so okay. Learning more (laughs) stuff every day Um, because I like the whole how you tied energy into religion and it made sense to me. Mm -hmm. And I had, I actually was thinking about that for hours today because I'm like, wow, you know, which because you connected all the religions and then energy. And I just thought the way you said it was, so this way you don't step on anybody's toes because everybody maps the world a little different. So energy is the thing that like ties it all together on all religions and whatnot. So, so, okay. So (laughs) there's the exoteric did you knows and the esoteric (laughs) did you knows. So the esoteric did you knows are the more of the hidden things that we talk about. So in getting ready for 2020, 20. Um, there are a lot of different religious traditions that take time for prayer. They take time for fasting. They take time where, um, in some religions, they call it a period of do no harm, where consciously we are intentionally sacrificing our time and energy to do good and put good into the world. And what it, what some people think it does, whether you're religious or not, it builds up a momentum of good energy that when you're coming into a new year, your intention is to do good and you become more of a light and your presence is more bright as as a person and the energy that you're emitting. So I uh, told Erica in our household, as soon as the new moon occurs between the new moon and the, uh, pardon me, the full moon that's coming up and the new moon that happens right after Christmas, we're going to take this, it's basically about 15 days, and we're going to consecrate this time period Mm -hmm. for 
wishing well, wishing mm-hmm. the world well. Mm-hmm. And that way, build up that momentum so that when we come into 2020, what we want is, um, in the Buddhist tradition, they talk about right livelihood, right thoughts, right actions, uh, mm-hmm. uh, just setting things in order, setting your house in order, making things clean, and intending goodwill towards all. So... That's that's. I'm so grateful that you shared that, uh, Dominique, because I feel like this season there's so much of this force to um, to come out. Right? We have this commercialism of the holiday. We have this, um, you know, this huge push outward. And um, but to me, because the way the season is, the darker, you know, the longer, darker days and things like that. That actually, it's really about going internal. Mm -hmm. And then we gather and I find I think that's part of the struggle that I have with this season is I feel very internal during this time of year. And yet our whole society is pushing it out. Right. But people get really dark and, and angry. Sometimes as much joy as there are, there is as much darkness. Right. Mm -hmm. You see those darker aspects. So I think part of that is maybe we're going against something very natural sense of it. Being dark and honoring the season. I mean, this is the darkness before the birth. That's right. And that's what we're celebrating. I mean, the the amazing thing about uh, the 25th of December of celebrating, whether it's the birth of Jesus that we're celebrating or any religious tradition, it's the birth of light. Absolutely. And it's amazing how bright the light is in the darkest night. One candle is so bright. It's so true. And it's like the dark night of the soul, that Jungian concept, right? in the darkest place is where you feel so far apart from the light, but it's right there. It's right on the other side. And so... I'm so thankful that she even brought this up and then I got to listen. Who, who, who are you following? I forget. Her so there's a metaphysician named uh, Benabella Wen. She's mm-hmm. actually a corporate lawyer up in Berkeley, California. Mm-hmm. And um, she has come from an Eastern tradition, but she's married Eastern and Western, just looking at all sorts of different ideas. And it doesn't matter whether you are an atheist or, or uh, um, look at physics and however you look at it, the energy is such that we're, we're all energy. We're all energy and vibration. Exactly. And that energy is love. That's the love. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if God is love, then all across all those spiritual traditions can come to the heart and the center of that. It just makes you stop and think so I really appreciate that because everybody mm-hmm. is on a bicycle mm-hmm. and going run 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 yes. run really fast and react 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 and you don't stop and then when you hit when you said that to me and then I got to listen to this woman on her podcast I was actually talk about that aha moment like wow and that's why I want to join you and I'm just going to kill me I'll be the death of me doing the vegetarian for two weeks but you know since we do live in the same house you know uh, I can add add fish to it which is nice okay but yeah thank you I was really good so the so the point is you create your own ritual but you but you do things with intention yeah so say your prayers in the morning say your prayers in the evening and it's with great intention that we birth in the new year. Beautiful. Yay! We're almost done, folks, but we have one more, so stay tuned for more after these messages. We are 
back, and this is the Santa Barbara Teen Sports Time Radio for- Show. <laughs> I am your host, Erica Salter, the queen of teen. Please tune in. Every single Tuesday. We were having a great conversation at break, and I just wanted to just throw the mic over to M because you always have something. We got three, four minutes to go, and you got to <laughs> end the show with bright lights and good energy. Well, first of all, I just want to say that I'm so grateful to be here with you guys every single week. I learn so much, and so part of me is just absorbing it all and being in tremendous gratitude because I think that this year, this time of year, is really about remembering the gratitude of the life that we're living. I want to give two shouts out. I told people I did because I'm getting out of the community and talking about Teen Sport Radio and so excited about that. So the first one is to Unity Toastmasters. I'm part of this Unity Toastmasters group. And this morning we talked about traditions. A lot of what you were uh, talking about, Dominique, came up. And one of the, the gals there talked about that this is a time of expanding our heart space. Like, I loved that idea of expanding your heart space because it's not necessarily about running out there and doing, 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 but it's about sitting and being really present about what, how do I expand my heart? And it creates this incredible gift of presence that I, it just helped me so much in terms of what we were talking about, um, opening up that heart space. So that's one of the shouts out. I love this group. They are so amazing. Uh, Seven o'clock, they meet uh, every Thursday morning, and they're always out. And they have a youth group in the high school. So they're um, teaching people, these our youth, to give voice. And I'd love to bring in some of the the speakers from there because it's really powerful. The other shout-out I want to give is to Jana. She has a twice-as-nice consignment store in Carpentry. And if you've never been there, she is amazing. She is a hub of community. Everybody's there helping, and they have the most wonderful clothes. So I told her that I would give her a shout. Out. Let's I give really her a commercial. Her. Yeah, she would love it. <laughs> she would love it. Yeah. We have so, spots left. So, and just in my last moments that I I would say, um, it was it was interesting. I was playing music today, and um, I was, this gal, her dad was dying as we're playing this music, and it was so, it's so powerful to recognize the things that really matter in life, right? And so life is going to keep flowing from life to death from you know it's just the cycle of it but to really get in touch with what matters here and now and to have that tremendous gratitude for the gift of life that we have Santa Barbara you matter let's make somebody happy today God bless drive safe see you next week